This is The Underbelly, episode one of season five. Episode one. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Joe Bracco. Let's get right to it. New season one and all. New season and yet still familiar territory that we invariably fall ass backwards into. On my way to the supermarket of choice, not by way of car, bus, train, or truck, if not subway. No, no, by way of semi-fleet of foot. I was fully immersed in the calendar months of winter, the calendar month of February, and the cool, calm, collective comfort that winter can provide. The stroll, one and all, the stroll was real. It was nice. It was nice to drink in that calm, semi-sound. As I could see the supermarket come into plain view, however, the mood quickly changed. Turned, abruptly moving from silence or semi-silence to pitch, if not Mach 11, in drive-by volume. Like a bolt of lightning across my misshapen head, one and all, the drive-by volume hit me. Startled. Startled. I was taken aback. Of course, coming from the other side of the road, in the blink of an eye it was gone. But I knew it was real. I knew it was real. I knew it was coming from a car of choice. Was it a guitar, drums, bass, screeching, voice? I didn't know. I didn't care. My reaction? Not to yell out loud, but in my mind, I uttered, if not yelled in rebuke. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? Why does the volume have to be at 11? Could they just... And then I stopped. I stopped and I started to replay what I was about to say in my mind. And as I went to and through the supermarket, picking out items that at least I think I need, that would allow me to graduate from one chin to the next, I thought, you know what? This is the middle. This is the middle. This is what I have been searching for. Now. We have gone through, on several occasions, the topic of how we arrive at age. And it is, to say the least, quite the conundrum. How do we get here? How do we get here? How does age move from one side to the next? And by and large, the questions have been built out of those who have viewed us different than how we view ourselves. The concern, the reaction, all dialed up a bit as we graduate from year to year. Quite the puzzling number to say the least. What found me indifferent was the answer of not the onlooker's reaction, but that day, the exact antithesis. My reaction to them let me know what was confusing up until that point one and all. And that is, I'm now middle age. For sure, no stops after this. Middle age. And I know this now 
Because I remember being on the other side of the aisle. I remember being on the other end of the spectrum when I was in that car, if not driving that car. Didn't matter the season, didn't matter the car. Big, small, fully or semi-dysfunctional, completely fallen apart, or not really that bad. The common thread, volume at 11. It could be minus 20, it could be 120. Volume at 11. Didn't matter the genre, volume at 11. Windows wide open, let whoever is outside. They could be in a building, they could be in another car, they could be walking, running with their kids. Age, youth, somewhere in between, volume at 11. The reaction was always the same. You couldn't make out what they were saying, but you could see it on their face as you moved along with the rest of their day. They were unhappy, and that, and your reaction to it, was always a joyful number to say the least. They don't understand me, I don't understand them. I'm living my life. I'm living my life in youthful energy. What a great time this is to piss somebody else off. That's what it's about. That is what it was about for me, making my way through the endless road, or so I thought, the twists and turns of youth. In a car, volume at 11. Now on the other side, walking back, that concrete clarity that met me, met me still with another question because, in truth, I still like music loud. I do. Love concerts. Love the genres of music. The rock, if not the metal. Loud. I don't listen to it at 2. I listen to it at 10. Now, I do so in the comfort of my own home. Rarely do you see me in a car and public modes of transportation with volume at 11. There is some semblance of common courtesy, even though it's blaring through the headphones, and I'm sure still there is a, a, a tad, a, a twinge of, of aggravation from, from others, but I try at least to keep it at an inside voice, so to speak, even though it's resonating at Mach 11 in my headphones. And in that, I'm still maybe holding on to some semblance of youth. Some semblance of youth. Youthful music, youth in general. And that wrestling point brings us to yet another example, another question, another conundrum, if you will, to this episode. I remember I remember being a youth, not in the car, mind you, but in the log cabin, the parents' log cabin in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania, listening to music, whatever it was, at 11, the dad downstairs, me, upstairs in my room, the dad yelling profusely, could you turn that down, son? Could you turn it down? I'm trying to do whatever it is that I'm doing. Could I please get a moment that doesn't include that obnoxious, hellish music. 
Going back and forth through the thin skin that was the floor between us, there was an argument. And the argument was age v. youth. Father v. son. Now, as the story goes, about five to ten minutes into this argument, my dad, or so I thought, left the building. He stopped. He went from arguing at me through a floor to nothing. At that point, when and all, I thought I won. I absolutely thought I won. Maybe he gave up. Maybe he ran out of energy. Maybe he ran out of voice. I mean, he's old. Maybe he just turned the volume off on the conversation. Little did I know that he was about to take drastic measures. For those of you who know or knew my father, my father's face, uh, very distinct qualities to say the least. Bald, bald, dreaded swoop across, clown hair on the sides, literally nothing on the top of his head. Coke bottle glasses, huge pronounced nose, and then the prominent, almost Amish-like beard. Distinctive quality, certainly. You could not miss this man. Could. If he changed any dynamic on the face, invariably there would be some semblance of a question. If not, a herd of questions, because he wouldn't look like himself. And there would have to be a reason behind it. If he trimmed his beard, let alone shaved it completely off. Mind you, up until that point, I had never seen my father look anywhere close to different when it came to the beard. That day, though, situation changed. Still listening to music, I did not realize that the dad did not give up. No, no, no. He was in another room shaving it off. Shaving it off, running upstairs, and then throwing the bedroom door wide open. He rushed into the bedroom and in, in just random reaction, started dancing. He was dancing. Now, to tell you that we don't dance, to tell you that, honestly, there's really no reason to dance, in opinion, at the very least, I, I could go on for weeks on that. But seeing my father in that moment of utter, just hilarity, dancing for some random reason, my reaction wasn't, what the hell are you doing dancing? My reaction was, what did you do to your face? What did you do to your face, Dad? What did you do to your face? You don't even look like my father. You don't even look human. You are decidedly different from anything even remotely close to how I knew you, how I viewed you. To this day, one and all, I remember his reaction. His reaction was, look, I yelled at you through the floor. I asked you to turn it down. You didn't listen to me as your father. So I thought, hell, maybe he'll listen to me as someone else. That one and all was the moment. The someone else. The someone else 
wasn't someone else, but rather the bigger picture. His mode was, well, if I look younger, maybe he'll actually have some semblance of conversation that wouldn't begin, middle, and end in an argument. That wouldn't end in dysfunction. That was the point to reckon with. And as I made my way, one and all, back from the supermarket, what met me in clarity quickly segued into yet another question because there's gonna come a point, there will be, where I will have the same discussion with my daughter. I'm gonna tell you this, bald like my dad, coat glasses like my dad, beard like my dad if I choose to do so, nobody is shaving their face this time. No, no, no. I'll argue it out, one and all. There will be no clear shaven or clean shaven host. That's for damn sure. With that, you've come to yet another end, to yet another episode of one, The Underbelly. Until next time, rest easy.